2 Kings chapter 17 In the twelfth year of the reign of Ahaz over Judah, Hoshea son of Elah became king of Israel, and he reigned in Samaria nine years. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord, but not like the kings of Israel who preceded him. Shalmanazar king of Assyria attacked him, and Hoshea became his vassal and paid him tribute. But the king of Assyria discovered that Hoshea had conspired to send envoys to King So of Egypt, and that he had not paid tribute to the king of Assyria as in previous years. Therefore the king of Assyria arrested Hoshea and put him in prison. Then the king of Assyria invaded the whole land, marched up to Samaria, and besieged it for three years. In the ninth year of Hoshea, the king of Assyria captured Samaria and carried away the Israelites to Assyria, where he settled them in Hala, in Gozen by the Haber River, and in the cities of the Medes. All this happened because the people of Israel had sinned against the Lord their God, who had brought them out of the land of Egypt from under the hand of Pharaoh king of Egypt. They had worshipped other gods and walked in the customs of the nations that the Lord had driven out before the Israelites, as well as in the practices introduced by the kings of Israel. The Israelites secretly did things against the Lord their God that were not right. From watchtower to fortified city they built high places in all their cities. They set up for themselves sacred pillars and Asherah poles on every high hill and under every green tree. They burned incense on all the high places like the nations that the Lord had driven out before them. They did wicked things, provoking the Lord to anger. They served idols, although the Lord had told them, You shall not do this thing. Yet through all his prophets and seers, the Lord warned Israel and Judah, saying, Turn from your wicked ways, and keep my commandments and statutes, according to the entire law that I commanded your fathers and delivered to you through my servants, the prophets. But they would not listen, and they stiffened their necks like their fathers, who did not believe the Lord their God. They rejected his statutes and the covenant he had made with their fathers, as well as the decrees he had given them. They pursued worthless idols, and themselves became worthless, going after the surrounding nations that the Lord had commanded them not to imitate. They abandoned all the commandments of the Lord their God and made for themselves two cast idols of calves and an Asherah pole. They bowed down to all the hosts of heaven and served Baal. They sacrificed their sons and daughters in the fire and practiced divination and soothsaying. They devoted themselves to doing evil in the sight of the Lord, provoking him to anger. So the Lord was very angry with Israel, and he removed them from his presence. Only the tribe of Judah remained, and even Judah did not keep the commandments of the Lord their God, but lived according to the customs Israel had introduced. So the Lord rejected all the descendants of Israel. He afflicted them and delivered them into the hands of plunderers until he had banished them from his presence. When the Lord had torn Israel away from the house of David, they made Jeroboam son of Nebat king. And Jeroboam led Israel away from following the Lord and caused them to commit a great sin. The Israelites persisted in all the sins that Jeroboam had committed and did not turn away from them. Finally, the Lord removed Israel from his presence, as he had declared through all his servants and the prophets. So Israel was exiled from their homeland into Assyria, where they are to this day. Then the king of Assyria brought people from Babylon, Cutha, Eva, Hamath, and Sepharvaim, 
and settled them in the towns of Samaria to replace the Israelites. They took possession of Samaria and lived in its towns. Now when the settlers first lived there, they did not worship the Lord, so he sent lions among them, which killed some of them. So they spoke to the king of Assyria, saying, The peoples that you have removed and placed in the cities of Samaria do not know the requirements of the God of the land. Because of this he has sent lions among them, which are indeed killing them off. Then the king of Assyria commanded, Send back one of the priests you carried off from Samaria, and have him go back to live there and teach the requirements of the God of the land. Thus one of the priests they had carried away came and lived in Bethel, and he began to teach them how they should worship the Lord. Nevertheless, the people of each nation continued to make their own gods in the cities where they had settled, and they set them up in the shrines that the people of Samaria had made on the high places. The men of Babylon made Seketh benath the men of Cuth made Nargal, the men of Hamath made Ashima, the Avites made Nebhaz and Tartak, and the Sepharvites burned their children in the fire to Hadramelech and Anamelech, the gods of Sepharvaim. So the new residents worshipped the Lord, but they also appointed for themselves priests of all sorts to serve in the shrines of the high places. They worshipped the Lord, but they also served their own gods according to the customs of the nations from which they had been carried away. To this day they are still practicing their former customs. None of them worship the Lord or observe the statutes, ordinances, laws, and commandments that the Lord gave the descendants of Jacob, whom he named Israel. For the Lord had made a covenant with the Israelites and commanded them, Do not worship other gods or bow down to them. Do not serve them or sacrifice to them. Instead, worship the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt with great power and an outstretched arm. You are to bow down to him and offer sacrifices to him. And you must always be careful to observe the statutes, ordinances, laws, and commandments he wrote for you. Do not worship other gods. Do not forget the covenant I have made with you. Do not worship other gods, but worship the Lord your God. He will deliver you from the hands of all your enemies. But they would not listen, and they persisted in their former customs. So these nations worship the Lord, but also serve their idols. And to this day their children and grandchildren continue to do as their fathers did. Chapter 18 In the third year of the reign of Hoshea son of Elah over Israel, Hezekiah son of Ahaz became king of Judah, he was twenty-five years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem twenty-nine years. His mother's name was Abi, the daughter of Zechariah, and he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, just as his father David had done. He removed the high places, shattered the sacred pillars, and cut down the Asherah poles. He also demolished the bronze snake called Nehushtim that Moses had made, for up to that time the Israelites had burned incense to it. Hezekiah trusted in the Lord, the God of Israel. No king of Judah was like him, either before him or after him. He remained faithful to the Lord and did not turn from following him. He kept the commandments that the Lord had given Moses. And the Lord was with Hezekiah, and he prospered wherever he went. He rebelled against the king of Assyria and refused to serve him. He defeated the Philistines as far as Gaza and its borders, from watchtower to fortified city. In the fourth year of Hezekiah's reign, which was the seventh year of the reign of Hoshea, son of Elah, over Israel, Shalmanazar, king of Assyria, marched against Samaria and besieged it. 
and at the end of three years the Assyrians captured it. So Samaria was captured in the sixth year of Hezekiah, which was the ninth year of Hoshea king of Israel. The king of Assyria exiled the Israelites to Assyria and settled them in Hala, in Gozan by the Haber River, and in the cities of the Medes. This happened because they did not listen to the voice of the Lord their God, but violated his covenant, all that Moses, the servant of the Lord, had commanded, and would neither listen nor obey. In the fourteenth year of Hezekiah's reign, Sennacherib, king of Assyria, attacked and captured all the fortified cities of Judah. So Hezekiah, king of Judah, sent word to the king of Assyria at Lachish, saying, I have done wrong. Withdraw from me, and I will pay whatever you demand from me. And the king of Assyria exacted from Hezekiah, king of Judah, three hundred talents of silver and thirty talents of gold. Hezekiah gave him all the silver that was found in the house of the Lord and in the treasuries of the royal palace. At that time Hezekiah stripped the gold with which he had plated the doors and doorposts of the temple of the Lord, and he gave it to the king of Assyria. Nevertheless, the king of Assyria sent the Tartan, the Rabsaris, and the Rabshakeh, along with the great army, from Lachish to King Hezekiah at Jerusalem. They advanced up to Jerusalem and stationed themselves by the aqueduct of the upper pool, on the road to the launderer's field. Then they called for the king, and Eliakim, son of Hilkiah, the palace administrator, Shebna, the scribe, and Joah, the son of Asaph, the recorder, went out to them. The Rabshakeh said to them, Tell Hezekiah that this is what the great king, the king of Assyria, says. What is the basis of this confidence of yours? You claim to have a strategy and strength for war, but these are empty words. In whom are you now trusting that you have rebelled against me? Look now, you are trusting in Egypt, that splintered reed of a staff that will pierce the hand of anyone who leans on it. Such is Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to all who trust in him. But if you say to me, We trust in the Lord our God, is he not the one whose high places and altars Hezekiah has removed, saying to Judah and Jerusalem, You must worship before this altar in Jerusalem? Now therefore make a bargain with my master, the king of Assyria. I will give you two thousand horses, if you can put riders on them. For how can you repel a single officer among the least of my master's servants, when you depend on Egypt for chariots and horsemen? So now, was it apart from the Lord that I have come up against this place to destroy it? The Lord himself said to me, Go up against this land and destroy it. Then Eliakim, son of Hilkiah, along with Shebna and Joah, said to the Rabshakeh, Please speak to your servants in Aramaic, since we understand it. Do not speak with us in Hebrew in the hearing of the people on the wall. But the Rabshakeh replied, Has my master sent me to speak these words only to you and your master, and not to the men sitting on the wall, who are destined with you to eat their own dung and drink their own urine? Then the Rabshakeh stood and called out loudly in Hebrew, Hear the word of the great king, the king of Assyria. This is what the king says. Do not let Hezekiah deceive you. He cannot deliver you from my hand. Do not let Hezekiah persuade you to trust in the Lord when he says, The Lord will surely deliver us. This city will not be given into the hand of the king of Assyria. Do not listen to Hezekiah, for this is what the king of Assyria says. Make peace with me and come out to me. 
Then every one of you will eat from his own vine and his own fig tree and drink water from his own cistern until I come and take you away to a land like your own, a land of grain and new wine, a land of bread and vineyards, a land of olive trees and honey, so that you may live and not die. But do not listen to Hezekiah, for he misleads you when he says, The Lord will deliver us. Has the God of any nation ever delivered his land from the hand of the king of Assyria? Where are the gods of Hema and Arpad? Where are the gods of Sepharvaim, Hena, and Iva? Have they delivered Samaria from my hand? Who among all the gods of these lands has delivered his land from my hand? How then can the Lord deliver Jerusalem from my hand? But the people remained silent and did not answer a word, for Hezekiah had commanded, Do not answer him. Then Hilkiah's son, Eliakim, the palace administrator, Shebna the scribe, and Asaph's son, Joah, the recorder, came to Hezekiah with their clothes torn, and they relayed to him the words of the Rabshakeh. Chapter 19 On hearing this report, King Hezekiah tore his clothes, put on sackcloth, and entered the house of the Lord. And he sent Eliakim, the palace administrator, Shebna the scribe, and the leading priests, all wearing sackcloth, to the prophet Isaiah, son of Amoz, to tell him, This is what Hezekiah says. Today is a day of distress, rebuke, and disgrace. For children have come to the point of birth, but there is no strength to deliver them. Perhaps the Lord your God will hear all the words of the Rabshakeh, whom his master, the king of Assyria, has sent to defy the living God, and he will rebuke him for the words that the Lord your God has heard. Therefore lift up a prayer for the remnant that still survives. So the servants of King Hezekiah went to Isaiah, who replied, Tell your master that this is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid of the words you have heard, with which the servants of the king of Assyria have blasphemed me. Behold, I will put a spirit in him, so that he will hear a rumor and return to his own land, where I will cause him to fall by the sword. When the Rabshakeh heard that the king of Assyria had left Lachish, he withdrew and found the king fighting against Libna. Now Sennacherib had been warned about Terhaka, king of Cush. Look, he has set out to fight against you. So Sennacherib again sent messengers to Hezekiah, saying, Give this message to Hezekiah, king of Judah. Do not let your God, in whom you trust, deceive you by saying that Jerusalem will not be delivered into the hand of the king of Assyria. Surely you have heard what the kings of Assyria have done to all the other countries, devoting them to destruction. Will you then be spared? Did the gods of the nations destroyed by my fathers rescue those nations, the gods of Gozen, Haran, and Rezeph, and of the people of Eden and Telassar? Where are the kings of Hamath, Arpad, Sepharvaim, Hena, and Eva? So Hezekiah received the letter from the messengers, read it, and went up to the house of the Lord and spread it out before the Lord. And Hezekiah prayed before the Lord, O Lord, God of Israel, enthroned between the cherubim, you alone are God over all the kingdoms of the earth. You made the heavens and the earth. Incline your ear, O Lord, and hear. Open your eyes, O Lord, and see. Listen to the words that Sennacherib has sent to defy the living God. Truly, O Lord, the kings of Assyria have laid waste these nations and their lands. They have cast their gods into the fire and destroyed them, for they were not gods, but only wood and stone, 
the work of human hands. And now, O Lord our God, please save us from his hand, so that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that you alone, O Lord, are God. Then Isaiah, son of Amoz, sent a message to Hezekiah. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I have heard your prayer concerning Sennacherib, king of Assyria. This is the word that the Lord has spoken against him. The virgin daughter of Zion despises you and mocks you. The daughter of Jerusalem shakes her head behind you. Whom have you taunted and blasphemed? Against whom have you raised your voice and lifted your eyes in pride? Against the Holy One of Israel. Through your servants you have taunted the Lord, and you have said, With my many chariots I have ascended to the heights of the mountains, to the remote peaks of Lebanon. I have cut down its tallest cedars, the finest of its cypresses. I've reached its farthest outposts, the densest of its forests. I've dug wells and drunk foreign waters. With the soles of my feet I've dried up all the streams of Egypt. Have you not heard? Long ago I ordained it. In days of old I planned it. Now I've brought it to pass that you should crush fortified cities into piles of rubble. Therefore their inhabitants, devoid of power, are dismayed and ashamed. They are like plants in the field, tender green shoots, grass on the rooftops, scorched before it is grown. But I know you're sitting down, you're going out and coming in, and you're raging against me. Because your rage and arrogance against me have reached my ears, I will put my hook in your nose and my bit in your mouth. I will send you back the way you came. And this will be a sign to you, O Hezekiah. This year you will eat what grows on its own, and in the second year what springs from the same. But in the third year you will sow and reap. You will plant vineyards and eat their fruit. And the surviving remnant of the house of Judah will again take root below and bear fruit above. For a remnant will go forth from Jerusalem and survivors from Mount Zion. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. So this is what the Lord says about the king of Assyria. He will not enter the city or shoot an arrow into it. He will not come before it with a shield or build up a siege ramp against it. He will go back the way he came, and he will not enter this city, declares the Lord. I will defend this city and save it for my own sake and for the sake of my servant David. And that very night the angel of the Lord went out and struck down 185,000 men in the camp of the Assyrians. When the people got up the next morning, there were all the dead bodies. So Sennacherib, king of Assyria, broke camp and withdrew. He returned to Nineveh and stayed there. One day, while he was worshiping in the temple of his god, Nisroch, his sons, Adremelech and Sherazar, put him to the sword and escaped to the land of Ararat. And his son, Azarhaddon, reigned in his place. Chapter 20 In those days Hezekiah became mortally ill. The prophet Isaiah, son of Amaz, came to him and said, This is what the Lord says. Put your house in order, for you are about to die. You will not recover. Then Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord, saying, Please, O Lord, remember how I have walked before you faithfully and with wholehearted devotion. I have done what was good in your sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. Before Isaiah had left the middle courtyard, the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Go back and tell Hezekiah, the leader of my people, that this is what the Lord, the God of your father David, says. I've heard your prayer. I've seen your tears. I will surely heal you. 
On the third day from now, you will go up to the house of the Lord. I will add fifteen years to your life, and I will deliver you and this city from the hand of the king of Assyria. I will defend this city for my sake and for the sake of my servant David. Then Isaiah said, Prepare a poultice of figs. So they brought it and applied it to the boil, and Hezekiah recovered. Now Hezekiah had asked Isaiah, What will be the sign that the Lord will heal me, and that I will go up to the house of the Lord on the third day? And Isaiah had replied, This will be the sign to you from the Lord, that he will do what he has promised. Would you like the shadow to go forward ten steps, or back ten steps? It is easy for the shadow to lengthen ten steps, answered Hezekiah, but not for it to go back ten steps. So Isaiah the prophet called out to the Lord, and he brought the shadow back the ten steps that had descended on the stairway of Ahaz. At that time, Merodach Beladon, son of Beladon king of Babylon, sent letters and a gift to Hezekiah, for he had heard about Hezekiah's illness. And Hezekiah received the envoys and showed them all that was in his treasure house, the silver, the gold, the spices, and the precious oil, as well as his armory, all that was found in his storehouses. There was nothing in his palace or in all his dominion that Hezekiah did not show them. Then the prophet Isaiah went to King Hezekiah and asked, Where did those men come from, and what did they say to you? They came from a distant land, Hezekiah replied, from Babylon. What have they seen in your palace? Isaiah asked. They've seen everything in my palace, answered Hezekiah. There's nothing among my treasures that I did not show them. Then Isaiah said to Hezekiah, Hear the word of the Lord. The time will surely come when everything in your palace and all that your fathers have stored up until this day will be carried off to Babylon. Nothing will be left, says the Lord, and some of your descendants, your own flesh and blood, will be taken away to be eunuchs in the palace of the king of Babylon. But Hezekiah said to Isaiah, The word of the Lord that you have spoken is good. For he thought, Will there not at least be peace and security in my lifetime? As for the rest of the acts of Hezekiah, along with all his might and how he constructed the pool and the tunnel to bring water into the city, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Judah? And Hezekiah rested with his fathers, and his son Manasseh reigned in his place.